edition of the Comic Vine Podcast. Today is Friday, September 4th, 2009, and my name is G-Man, and with me today, as usual... Uh, do we have to do... I think they know who I am. But you never know. I mean, this And could, this is Red Lamp, <laughs> who is holding a copy of The Boys, issue 34, and it is the goriest issue I've ever seen. Go get it. And we <laughs> Go have, get it, because there's lots of blood. This dude gets his head crushed by feet. And we have Babs over there who doesn't want to say her name. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, this could be someone's very, very first, first podcast. podcast. So, of course. So, they might be, who's, who's so this? get out because we don't want you. <laughs> okay. okay, let's let's briefly <laughs> talk talk about some covers. My favorite cover this week is, even though I'm not crazy about the series, Iron Man, Iron Armor Wars, the Scotty Young cover. I really like that. I like Scotty Young as Scotty an artist. Scotty Young is No, is I think awesome. it's kind of cute that they, they do like a throwback little... Yeah, they have their little advertisement for the superhero squad show on the Cartoon Network on September 19, 2009. So it looks like the old ones where they had the little head logos in the, the little box corner. So that's that's kind of neat. But also um, what came out, I didn't bring it down here, is the Wonderful Wizard of Oz hardcover is released. And that is an awesome, awesome series. So I think I might review that today. So we also have... Um, Got the torch. Got some nice little torch here. Deadpool. That's okay. I like uh, the Spider-Man kaleidoscope. The ul- one cool. ult- ultimate comics Spider-Man, whatever they're calling it. It's now. got like hundreds of Spider-Mans drawn on it. Now that what what do you think about the Spider-Man in there? Because he's got a very circular head. Let me open up some of the pages and you know, it, it's very very circular. Because you know we used to have Mark Bagley, then we had Stuart Immonen. Im- I can never say his name. Immonen. He was doing the art. Well, that's to make him look younger. And now we got this. What's this? Who does the art? That is it. La Fuente. Let me look at. Look at it. Uh, yeah. Okay. David LaFuente. <laughs> yeah. Glad I remember that. So, yeah, it's very different. It's, it's kind of nice. Um, we got Marvel Zombies Returned. I, ret- I, I thought that, that was cool, that cover. I actually the, like the it. Marvel Zombies? Can you believe it? Spider-Man's on the cover, and I like that cover. This was I, I reviewed this yesterday. This was this was back to, like, classic Marvel Zombies because the last couple series have been kind of weak. And, and it's just – it's so over the top. It's just – it, I was saw you it were makes, showing me a couple you, of I was, images. I was like, it was pretty I don't, funny. I don't think I quite snorted, but I almost, almost. I think you did. I think little, I heard a snort from, yeah, so, a, from the so other that's, side of that's the That's some some crazy stuff you like that. I also like Chew. Chew is an awesome Chew comic. Chew looks awesome. Chew is, if you've probably heard, there, there's a lot of buzz for Chew. It's not your typical comic. It's this dude. He's a sibopath, I think is what they call it, where if he eats something, he can sense where it came from so like they said if he eats an apple he knows what orchard it grew from what pesticides were used on it and so forth if he eats a piece of bacon then he knows how to <laughs> bacon was Ooh. slaughtered and prepared that's useful he could be like working for the fda well he, he actually he is he's an is fda he? there in this world there's this bird flu so you cannot eat chicken it's illegally chicken so there's all these like underground chicken markets and stuff like that mm-hmm. and him and his p- police this was before you worked for the fda because they had like their own like special agents and all that. But he, the, him and his partners, cop partner, they go into this underground restaurant, and you know he doesn't want to eat anything. He eats some chicken soup, and he can taste the chicken. And it turns out the cook was this killer, like a serial killer. And hmm. when the cook was making the soup, he, some of his blood went in the soup. So he knew that he was killing all these people. And then he's got him cornered, and he's you know he, he needs to know all these people that he killed, and you know so he can let the families know and all that. And the guy's like, I'm not going back to jail. So he slits his throat. So that this guy Tony Chu, he just chomp. He just has to has to take a bite out of him, hmm. and by taking a bite out out of this guy, he can tell what he did. And wow! So it's kind of crazy. That's, that's intense. It's not your tip. I mean, it's, it's it is like a new. So concept. it's a kids. It's a kids comic. It is yeah, kids comic. I mean, Disney should pick this up too. 
Uh, should we get into the Marvel Disney? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's talk about. I'm okay. excited. In case you haven't heard, early Four early in in the morning on Monday, Monday 9 a.m. actually. 9 a.m. East dot. East Coast. Yeah. Um, Disney bought Marvel for four billion dollars, and everyone was freaking out. You know, worried that everything was going to be Disney Disneyfied, but. Some people were. Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a great. I think it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, the main Positive thing is, you know, without looking at all the details. I mean, if you look at it on the surface, think about it. Disney paid four billion dollars. They're not going to take something that's working and just water it down and put Mickey Mouse ear ears and everything. So some things will probably change. You know, we we can get into that, but they're not going to come and take out like the Marvel Max line and say we're not going to do that anymore because. That wouldn't make sense. I think that um, the changes that are probably going to be seen won't affect fans anyway. So if you are invested in, in Disney stock, then you're going to see a change. If you're invested in, in Marvel stock, you're going to see a change. Things like that. You know, I mean, um, if you're, it's it's primarily just a, it's a business deal, and it it doesn't really matter who bought Marvel. You know what I mean? All that you need to know is that you're going to have wider distribution of Marvel products, and you're going to be um, you're going to see more Marvel stuff. And, and if you live overseas, your comic books will come, you know, sooner, easier, what faster. About the, what about the movie stuff? Uh, that's a good question because right now I believe Paramount is um, ha- has the rights to... Most of the Avengers. To the Avengers movie. Yeah, so, I mean, you have Captain America movie, Thor, Avengers movie all coming out. And, um, and you'd expect Disney to produce yeah, their own movies, right? Yeah, absolutely, because they have their own um, their own companies to, to do things like that. So I think Touchstone and Disney Miramax. <clears throat> they have Miramax. Would I that be the so. one that they would? I don't make Mir- movies. Miramax is I mean, Miramax did did um, Pulp Fiction. So that uh-huh. right there says Disney will do some edgy, violent, over the top stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Miramax is is kind of a little some trouble now because I think it's the Weinstein's that aren't really involved so much but they also I don't know if Touchstone is still around they used to have Hollywood pictures also so it used to be that Disney movies were your kiddie movies Mm -hmm. Touchstone was kind of your more mature adult drama you know kind of boring comedies and then Hollywood pictures was like your edgy R-rated movies and um, but I think Hollywood is gone I think I think that the um, the argument was uh, the the Pixar argument and um, if like you take an example um Pixar does do cartoon films. You know what I mean? They do 3D animated films that are, and they're targeting children. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, if Disney ha- is associated with that, you know, if Disney and Pixar are kind of one company, then they're going to want to have some um, more of um more of an influence on mm-hmm. on how they're going to be perceived <clears throat> because Disney needs to protect itself as this family friendly kind of a, a label. Yeah. But did you know that Miramax was owned by Disney? Yeah. I di- I didn't until this this whole thing came out. So yeah, I didn't. Know. I mean, it's it's kind of a they're not targeting the same kind of audience. Yeah, they're not a bunch think, of prudes. I don't think that Marvel is is um, targets the same kind of audience either. I know they have kids that read their books. So but for for right now. The movies that are in in the can will probably still be I, made by. I think that Paramount. According <clears throat> to the that, um, the press conference that they mm-hmm. had on Monday morning, mm-hmm. uh, they had said that um, it's going to be all all the contracts will con- will yeah, stay in place, and um, once they expire, then then, then they'll good, be good right, chance Disney exactly. will make the movies. So, but the only thing is that they mentioned is that um, Disney is extremely interested in in the distribution angle Mm -hmm. you know i mean they want to distribute all the content so so 
I think that it's possible that we might see kind of like a, a two studios backing one film. And it, it might be a good thing mm-hmm. because you're going to be able to ha- to pay actors like Robert Downey Jr. And, and you're going to be able to maybe shoot in 3D, maybe do an IMAX um, Avengers movie. So, you know, I heard that Marvel was, is hurting for cash money, but it seems like they were making some serious bank off all the movies that well, have come out. Part lately. of the thing is they, with their Marvel Studios, they had to fund like Iron Man, they funded that themselves. So right. that that took a and, lot, and, that of, was, and they made a lot of it back. But isn't that wasn't that the move that they did to make their movies better? Yeah, as opposed to like the Daredevil and Electra. And so movies? they have more control over it. They were like, no, we're going to do it ourselves. I mean, I think what people need to to if any if the fans have like this reluctance towards this deal. I mean, think about your movies. If if you were to ask me, I would say that Iron Man, out of all the Marvel films was the best one and yeah, it was the I one agree. closest to what happened in the comic books you know yeah. they didn't go changing continuity and, and canon information and they incorporated a lot of what actually happened to the character into the film so i think that we should um we should probably expect that to happen right. in, in these movies now that they're going to have the you know studio backing and and the money to to put forth these really awesome movies and I, I would see them taking like Marvel Studios as another branch. Like, you know, they got their Pixar branch, they got Miramax. You know, it's just, it's going to be another studio for them. And as far as the existing deals, I know because uh, 20th Century Fox announced this week that they're going to reboot the Fantastic Four. And their deal is as long as they keep making movies, they keep the rights. And oh, okay. that's, that's the same thing so with they like. They can't like, let it run out, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so the, the, the existing. Kind of I mean, like that Superman deal. With so it's going to be a, a reboot. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they they could even make a sequel, reboot. They could whatever they do, as long as they make some sort of movie, they keep the rights. Same thing with the X Men movie. That's why you know they're doing Wolverine. They want to do Deadpool and you know maybe Gambit or well, Magneto. Are they rebooting the Fantastic Four? Is that a rumor? That um, or are the, they just going to make the, another one? The pretty official word is that they're going to reboot it. And what would that entail? Just starting over. Just you know, new uh, actors. Yeah, new maybe. Well, the, the usually when you do that, you, you at least do something different, like set it at a different. They might, age but they, it's, it's, it's kind of. I mean, you can almost say that like the Batman movies were rebooted. You know, when when Christian Bale came in, they said, "Okay, we had you know Batman, Batman Returns, yeah. and, but we're just starting yeah, but the over." The good thing about the cool thing about the Batman movies was that I mean, each director had this. Hugely um, different vision. Perspective, mm. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you had Tim Burton, who was very dark, very gritty, but mm-hmm. kind of like sick humor. And you had Joel, Joel Schumacher. And then Joel Schumacher, <laughs> he was very th- who theatrical put, as you know, well. Nipples on the bat suit, which right. everybody thought was, was pretty funny. Re- but retarded, I, I think, yeah. I think that you know, at least I think the the opinion uh, amongst fans is that Nolan's interpretation of Batman was, was probably the best, the the best, best that's one, been done most accurate. To that's Batman. the thing that I'm kind of worried about. I mean. You have the chance to now, at least, you know, I'm, I would hope that they wouldn't do another X-Men movie. I want Disney to back an X-Men movie. And then you could have, you know, all sorts of accuracy instead of making Emma Frost's, uh, what's her name, Silver Fox's sister, yeah. just to have her in the movie. Uh-huh. You know, things like that, I think, matter to fans. And you already have these fantastic stories that people put so much of themselves into writing why are you going to change it just so you could throw in a bunch of characters and have them? Well, Fox wa- is, yeah. has been talking about X-Men First Class for a while, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a full-blown reboot. I mean, they're going to go back. I mean, I, I guess if, if they keep it closer to the comics, then it is going to be a reboot because, you know, the I characters would, are I would the love them to, to do original X-Men, like like that's kind of what, Bobby, what I think First yeah. Class would be. Like, and like then, the and then, follow, then follow up to that to, to the yeah. point where they get – where they have to bring in the ex the the other team yeah. to go and rescue them, 
So Wolverine, Storm. You think that would be successful, a uh, uh, X-Men first class? I think it could be. I mean, I think it, you can write the story tighter, too. Because part of it is so much crazy stuff. Yeah, you, you bring in some somewhat younger actors. Because part of the thing is, like, like you look at the first X-Men, you know, Famke Jansen, whatever her name is. Famke. Famke. She was a little bit older than... Famke. Than, I mean, she was, like, <laughs> she was older than Scott Summers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you bring in some younger actors. I kind of like that, though. You, you kind of like that, but with bringing in younger actors, that would appeal more to, to me, the younger audience. To me, too many characters was my... Can, can I just say that, that kid that played Gambit, that was terrible. Oh, he's You need he's a, a freaking accent to have that yeah. character. You know what I mean? That's so much That's so part. So much of his character that's is Taylor, Taylor the way Kitch. he Kitch. talks. And, yeah, know. but he's great on Friday Night Lights. That's fine. He can have be great. Have you seen great, him in that? No. But he just I, was a bad Gambit. Not he a very had good no Gambit. swagger. Yeah. I, I, I was watched, very upset. I watched like five, ten minutes of The Covenant, I think. Think it was called. Yeah, I've seen that movie. We and he's uh, in that. We accidentally got a net. Somehow we got a Netflix Is that a vampire I, movie. I put it on. It's here. like a witch thing. You, you, maybe you did totally it. And could see he's it in it. We started watching, and oh, it was man. horrible yeah, acting. It's yeah. like literally. Usually, when I start watching a movie, it's like, okay, you gotta watch the end. You, right. know, you gotta see. But this, we we're we we're just like, no, we just. All right, let's. It went back. Let's uh, just. But going going back to, to the to the rights thing, you know, it's 20th Century Fox owns the rights. They're not going to give it up. They're going to keep making movies, and you know, even if they make a mediocre thing, they still have the rights. So now, been... Sony, Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, and again, they're going to want to keep that. I, I don't know if they have the same deal as Fox's. As long as they keep making movies, mm-hmm. they get the rights. But you know, they're already planning. You know, four is coming out, and they already talked about five and six. But an interesting thing is this week, Sony gave up the TV rights to Spider-Man. So that just blows me. Why? Mm. You know, you got this hot. Pro- everyone, you know, regardless if you like Spider Man or what not. What do you mean by give it up? They relinquished the rights, the TV rights. Now I mean, because they had to pay. To I, I don't watch the animated show. The an- animated is it, it is, on Disney XD? It's, it is now on Disney XD. It is awesome. Uh-huh. I mean, Sean Galloway, Cheeks, he did all the character designs. Do you, and pretty much from what everyone's been talking about, they, they, they love. Yeah. I met him. They, they love the show. The only problem is Eddie Brock is always like, hey, bro. He's, he calls Peter bro right. all the time. But other than that, it's, it's, it's a great show. I mean, it's, it's really done, done well. I think it's, um, I think it's funny that, that it's on, on Disney XD. Now, how recent was that? Well, the second season came went to Disney XD. Now, this is why when you think about it, it shouldn't really be a surprise. Disney and Marvel have kind of been in bed together for a while. Because Disney XD is showing a lot of the superhero yeah, cartoons. They the, they show I some of the, they the said Batman. That Twenty hours a week of of their Disney but, XD. Yeah, stuff they 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 content. do they do X Men wow. Evolution. They do the X Men from the nineties. They do um, Spider Man from the nineties. They do a lot of those 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 shows. When Spider Man sixty seven came out in DVD, um, Disney Buena Vista distributed that. The X Men cartoons from the nineties, um, volumes three and four are coming out. Those are distributed through. So they've been working together with them for a while. So it's mm-hmm. really shouldn't be a surprise. But the the thing w- that Sony's been doing is when the first season came out, they they kind of dragged their heels, like whether when they're going to renew the second season. So the second season has already aired in other countries. I don't think there's yet been an official renewal for season three at Comic Con. You know, you got all the, the the show creators and actors there. They had no idea if they're coming back for a third season and. And Sony has just been kind of really dragging their feet on it. And it's a hot property. I mean, everyone loves it, but it's like, I don't see what the problem is. So now that if they give it back to Marvel and now that, or give it back to Marvel and Disney, now that it's on on Disney XD, it's on there. And the other good thing is if Marvel has more control, they can bring in other guest stars on a show. So do we know why Sony gave it up though? 
I we should look that I, up. I don't know because I bet you it was a money issue and they didn't want to. I'm bill. wondering if that you know if, if maybe there is some contract where they have to do certain things. And then my guess is that Marvel knew they were going to be bought by Disney, wanted it back. And maybe maybe the they price. made some deal. They're mm-hmm. like okay, but the other like that. the other thing that they've been talking about is would ABC do a Smallville type show with Spider Man? You know, which that could it could be either kind of cool or it could be really cheesy. But you can have like a well maybe teenage Smallville's like really cheesy. Yeah. No, just like like a, a TV show, like a new series, like Wait, like, like Spider Man, Harry Osborn, Mary Jane. No, 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 just like like how Smallville oh, okay. is you that mean type like of show. Likening to that, I thought yeah. you meant like a crossover no, no, show. No, just Sarah. Just a, a sorry. Just, G-Man's talking really fast. We're, we're trying to keep a, up with them. I'm, I'm just trying to talk while but I. <laughs> so he does, just a Spider Man show. One of us are going to cut him off. Yeah, I'm trying to Chill hold out, hold. Dude. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. like a Spider Man, you know, whether it be high school or college, and you know, Spider Man, Harry Osborn, Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy, have all them working. And, you know, bring in the villains and stuff like that. And because, like what they said, you know, Lost is on its last season. Mm-hmm. After Lost goes, ABC doesn't have a real big, power, powerful show. So maybe they'll do a type of similar show, and that could work. Yeah. So that that's going to be interesting whether they do that. Um, another thing that I think uh, you brought up to me this morning, Red Lamp, and I was reading that article on— Are you going to talk about Diamond? Yeah, yeah I was going to because it, it's interesting that um Disney Disney has the uh, the power to uh, distribute on their own. They wouldn't really need Diamond and do now they? you Do they like They do. They don't distribute into Diamond and then Diamond distributes no, out. No. If the, basically what the gist of what I got from from the article on at the the Examiner, mm-hmm. I guess. Um is that they'd have they have the backing I mean they'd have the money to to distribute on their own, which means that you'd have um, Diamond would lose a lot, a lot of revenue if, if they decided to do that. You also have this, you know, looming threat of motion comics and and uh, online co- which Marvel is pushing right now. Which Marvel is pushing, in fact, that they they if you go to the Marvel website, they allow you to register, and if you pay four ninety nine a month, you get unlimited number of comics or something like that. I remember when we were at um, Comic Con, a lot of the a lot of the panels were talking about that. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, it's really, really great. This is also putting a lot of pressure on DC, I would imagine, because um, you know, if if they lose a distributor, public pu- publishing distributor, what are what is DC Comics going to do yeah. if Diamond folds? I mean, that's right. that's also something to think about. But um, one thing I wanted to ask, because of course, like I was such a, I was a child in the '90s. I w- I wasn't. Um, uh, familiar with uh, the business uh, <laughs> angle of comic books. Uh, maybe you guys can talk to me a little bit about um, what happened in the 90s, I mean, with the crash. What, well, I, were I, there, like, um, newsstand comics, like at your local grocery store that we don't see anymore, kind of the yeah, same? In fact, still, we still owned in, in the 80s, for example, my family owned a, gr- a general store. We lived above it, and we had the whole turnstile downstairs with all the comics with in it. That's comics. how I got started and on comics. That kind of stopped after I sneak down there and after steal that whole, the f- like in the 90s, it, it kind of stopped. Yeah, it seems like you don't really see them except in Barnes & Noble's. You see the, that little, cr- the little crummy or stands. Really large. But I, I, uh, I have stores. seen some at like some grocery stores. They'll have huge a, a grocery couple. stores, though, right? Uh, like the big, like regular. You know, they'll they'll okay. have a couple. They won't have like the turnstile things, but they got a couple with their magazines. But, but, but if you think about it, by a couple, you. I bet you, like in the '80s, that would have been like a whole turnstile full, and then they kind of disappeared, and now they're trying to put them back in. They That's also, what this article is talking about. If if um you know Disney decides to distribute their own Marvel comics, you think we'll start seeing them in Wal- you're Walmart see them in and your Walmart? You're going to see them in yeah in your local store. Wal- you're going to see them Smiths, everywhere. Right. So it's going to be massive, massive distribution. They 
when they they did this, there was like a clear distinction between the direct market and the newsstand. Like on the cover, you could literally see it. And with Marvel, the newsstand had the UPC, and usually the direct market had like the little Spider-Man logo in there. So I mean, there was a, a clear difference there. And what happened in the '90s, Marvel actually moved away from Diamond. They had their own distribution distributor. I, I forgot the, the company that they bought, and that did not work. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that that was a big failure. And what retailers didn't like is they they ordered everything else from Diamond, but then they also had to order stuff from Marvel. So that meant they had to pay two shipping costs because you know mm-hmm. the, the, the retailers they have to pay UPS to deliver all these comics. So if Marvel Disney tries pulling those out of Diamond, there's still a question who's going to distribute all the other ones. And you know maybe Diamond would lose a lot of money, but all those other publishers still need to distribute somewhere and if marvel and disney does do that the retailers are gonna be pissed off because it's gonna be just like the 90s where they have to pay two different people to ship out their comics and and it's i i i hope they don't do that i mean i don't know what what the solution for that is but i have another question do you think disney will then go and find like a or do they already have a manga anime Property that they I think own, they, they, do. they do some with Tokyo know, Pop, like Kingdom Hearts. I mean, it has a lot of Disney characters. And yeah, it's right. Licensing them out, or if they're, or if they're actually printing huh. their own. I'll have to look that up. You'll have to ask Gia. And, yeah. and an interesting thing is, you know, they there are some Disney comics. There's like Donald Duck, Uncle Scrooge, Mickey Mouse. Those comics are like really expensive. There's they're no ad. There's they're a little thicker, but they're usually like like seven, eight bucks. I used to buy a couple for for my kid, but they're just so expensive, mm-hmm. and. They released, like through Boom Studios, pretty much all the Pixar properties are being published through them, along with The Muppet Show. Muppet Show is Disney. And then Arkea has some Henson, which I guess is separate from Disney. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, and I I thought that they were saying that Boom was going to be doing some straight out Disney stuff as well. Yeah. So Um, now I wonder if that's going to change. The whole thing about that is that, well, when I contacted them, they. They really couldn't give me what you love touching the microphone, and the little screen on it. Well, I noticed it all day, all every podcast. You're the only one touching it. You it don't need to move it. I know, Just but I it. hate it because it's like okay. Not, sorry for that. Yeah. Okay, Just so you, me crazy. you contacted them. Um, or so tried. I, so yeah, but um, the only thing I could get out of Mark Wade was uh, that. Do you like my name drop? The only thing I could get out of Mark Wade was um, some off the record comment. So I. I think, I mean, I'm speculating, and this has nothing to do with what we, I discussed with him. I'm what speculating. What did he say? I can't say because it's We'll off just the record. attribute it to someone else. Say, Bob Smith said. No. It's too late? Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear, I think they want to turn this into. Ronald McDonald said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I mean, and I'm speculating, I think um, just like they, you know, they had that press conference on Monday and Disney said, that they're just going to allow the contracts to expire, and then they'll just pick up whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, I let me, think let me ask you a question. Yes, both of you guys, one word, yes or no? Are you? Do you think this is a this this is awesome that Disney's acquiring Marvel? Well, I'm not about uh, awesome. Uh, one word, yes or no? No, you can't. You can't. It's such a loaded question. I, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm more on answer. the yes. I, I, I okay, think it's fine. A yes, and then we've got a no. I didn't say no. Ooh. I mean. It, I, I think it's still early. You know, we I don't I think, think so we, we have all the details yet. But it's like I, someone, I know, but from the details that you have, it, I, I, don't, I don't see. It. I mean, I see it as it's a big, huge green security blanket for Marvel. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have to worry about them so going like Chapter yes. Eleven. Yes, I mean, and you look at Warner Brothers owns DC, and you know, people people were freaking out. Oh, we're gonna have all these Mickey Mouse and Spider Man. You know, all these crossovers, but 
you don't see Bugs Bunny and you know Batman, you know, interacting. So, so, I mean, I, I I don't think the big corporate is going to ruin what's working. Yeah, I I don't even well, know why see, anyone would say that, that. That's the thing. They I'm might not, take some control. I'm but. not worried about content at all, but I think it's interesting to look at it from a, a business perspective and and see you know where where these properties are going to to go to and, mm-hmm. and you know who's going to take over um, distribution and and I mean just seeing like for example like a smaller company like Boom Studios who really I'm not going to say needs you know Pixar comics or Muppet comics but it, it's good for them to have I mean that's revenue I think that you know it's kind of a makes me feel a little bit uneasy like you're going to have the you know huge marvel giant taking over like again it's mm-hmm. like you know the big fish eating the little fish kind of a thing so it's nice to see how it not nice but it's interesting to see how it affects um other people but as far as content is concerned i really don't think that you're gonna see um mickey mouse dressed up as deadpool no disney's Unless run by bob Iger, which i've read today and i've he- heard on the radio a bunch of times that that he's a way cooler um hands-off uh, Boston. He's kind Eisner of was too, actually. Really? Pull him up. Let's see. Right. But I, 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 I so really I think that bodes well. I really think that Boom Studio is doing an awesome job with the Pixar comics, and I love the Marvel comics, but I don't know how they would handle the younger all ages property. I mean, yeah, they can do it, but I, I, right now, I'd rather these Pixar comics stay at Boom. Right. I mean, I think. You think we should move on? Good. Have we beat this? I think we should. Up should, enough? should yeah, move on. Yeah, he is. Um. I totally should date him. Okay, He's let's such a st- <laughs> study square looking guy. He is so square. <laughs> I love him. It's the suit. That's that is Steve Carell right there from The Office. Holy smokes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Lobo. Lobo has been in the talks for a few months and they're going to make a PG-13 version, which doesn't make any sense, right? My favorite Lobo story is a Lobo par- paramilitary Christmas, I think it was, where the Easter bunny is mad that he's not getting all the recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not number one, so he hires Lobo to kill Santa Claus. Okay, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's just over the top, and you know, it's Lobo funny. wants to, he Lobo killed his entire planet. He killed every single person on his planet, right? And on purpose? Then, or was it yeah, an accident? Because he he's, he's just he, mad. Yeah, he, he, even he, the children. Everyone. He that's, killed everyone. That's screwed up. The c- cesareans or whatever. You don't do that. But he he killed, cesarean sections. He he what killed cesareans. That's that's the <clears> race. Oh, okay. I think this is my car. I've actually never read. Finally, read a Lobo. Oh yeah, uh, G Man had an accident this week. <laughs> Why don't you guys talk about the Iron Man 3D thing? You know, you're actually leaving that? us because you. Why? Because your car. You have to. What? <laughs> what? Do you, he gets so nervous. I gotta Look find at him. Out. I okay. I <laughs> he got, so got rear-ended. <laughs> I want to know. I haven't heard anything about my car. I'm driving a VW Bug. Yeah, so they're just gonna <laughs> fix your bumper. No, no big deal. Like, let me know what what the deal is. When can I expect? I've been rear-ended like... probably. I think literally I've been rear-ended three times. Now, here's the bad thing. Well, I'm driving because I don't have the. Not in like ten years though. I don't have the iPod jack, so I'm just look. There's nothing on the radio. I, it landed on Fergie. Big girls don't cry, uh-huh. and I was like, I sure. gotta get out of this car. <clears throat> <laughs> but actually, surprisingly, it's got a, a nice. I thought that's little, what your alarm pickup. was set to in the morning. No, no, I don't use an alarm. Okay. Okay, so um, Lobo's gonna be PG-13. Blah blah blah. Iron Man two might be 3D. A lot of people don't like the 3D movies. I, I don't have a problem with them. I, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's a gimmick. Now, if the movie's already done and then they convert it to 3D, I think that's kind of lame. That's what, that's that's what they want to do with Iron Man 2. That's yeah. the rumor. I don't really like that. If, if you're going to film it in 3D, 
fine. But if you're going to take an existing movie and convert it, that, that seems a little... I think it's kind of interesting because um, who who's the director? I forget his John name. John Favreau? Yeah, John, John Favreau was um, in an interview with MTV. He said something about how he's... Um, he likes the way that filming with film, you mm-hmm. know, in a fil- with film camera, makes you know the movie look, mm-hmm. and, and he really, really liked that a lot. But he's open to 3D. So now mm. this idea that they're going to convert the whole thing, I wonder if that really takes away from you know visual effects of of the second film. You know, I, I, deciding to I think shoot with one camera and then I always thought the 3D was a gimmick, else. and it's mainly for kids who don't really who, who care about don't really content. care anyways. Yeah. And they're just going to see a 3D film. Speaking of John Favreau, I, I saw I Love You Man last night. Isn't that great? <laughs> that yeah. movie is hilarious. <laughs> and he is the, so the mean in that. The projectile. He is awesome. Favreau is so mean, he scared me. Uh, and speaking movie. of John Favreau, so we reported the other day that John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr.'s next movie is nothing to do with Marvel or the Avengers. They're doing a, a no, it's another comic adaption called Cowboys and Aliens. So it takes place during the 1800s in the Wild West. You got the cowboys, the settlers fighting with the Native American, I think they're Apache, and then these aliens come. They Hmm. want to take over. So then the question is, can the cowboys and the Native Americans join forces against the aliens? So what do you think? (laughs) It's It's kind of cheesy. It seems like it would be a wacky comic. It's by, um, I think it was Platinum Studios. The comic seems to be long out of print. I tried looking it up, and there was you could there was like two copies available on Amazon for three hundred and forty nine dollars yeah, and ninety five cents. Yeah, and the artist is Dennis Calero. Dennis Calero. We should give him yeah. a call and yeah, see if a, he actually have, has it. Do you have a copy you can? So wait, this over? is gonna be a cartoon movie. I, no, I would imagine to be live action. Oh, that would li- be crazy. What? This is gonna be a it's live just, action well, movie. I don't, I don't know. Actually, it it, it's, it's by DreamWorks. Sound real. You could do it. Really? You can do a Western Before. movie. Before Iron Man two comes out. That's the I don't. That's the big question. People are wondering. No, I mean, it's not going to be before. I think they're talking 2011. Summer, oh, gosh. Summer that's 2011. The, that's the same year that... I mean, how many movies does future. he do a year, though? Robert Downey you know? Jr. is a busy he's guy. He's been doing so well, many Well, he's got to stay busy so he doesn't hit the sauce yeah. or the crack, whatever it is, whatever his... I mean, because he's got Sherlock oh, Holmes. right. Now predilection I get it. Is. He's yeah. got, he, you know, he did Iron Man 2. He's got Sherlock Holmes. He's intoxicated to be Lestat. Yeah, and he's got Iron Man three. He's got mm-hmm. the Avengers, and so it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I, I read an article crazy. where crazy. He, he's like in GQ and he has health shakes every morning and he goes Hel- for a run. Well, yeah, he's pretty ripped. Yeah, but he, he used to be in and out of <laughs> rehab and like arrested. Yeah, once frequently. a year. Yeah, we were all Mug like shot. in the eighties. <laughs> he was even in the movie <laughs> Less Than like Zero like in the eighties with uh, with Spader. Yeah. Or he, it, was, it was all he was just building up where to play he was. Tony Stark. Yeah, it's all research. Interesting. Yeah, that's what it came out. You know, he's, yeah. he was going to say that. Yeah, that's how uh-huh. dedicated an actor. Okay. Um, I want to just go back to let's while we talk about 3D. Um, today, Star Trek opens uh, is coming back after four months. It's going to play two weeks in IMAX. I'm not a big IMAX oh, fan. Oh, right, right. I know what you're going to say. I thought you were a big IMAX no, fan. I'm la- not the big IMAX. I don't fan. really like I, the last IMAX movie I saw was when we saw Spider-Man Three, and I th- I think that ruined it for me mm-hmm. because because I was we, there. We, no. That was okay. Actually, I had to pee really bad at the end, and I almost left the movie. Yeah. But um, but what ruined it for me was I seeing just go in my cup. Seeing a big, big like two story Tobey Maguire crying I've done that and seeing Did all all the pores. What? I'm sorry. Wait. What? I heard when I was little. I remember somebody being like, "Yeah, when you go to a Rangers game at Madison Square Garden, you don't even need to get up. You just pee in a cup. You could just pee in your cup. I've done it and in I'm a like, car. Does that mean their seats are equipped for that? Don't they have that in Japan? 
Oh, Gio I don't know. Would know. I don't know. Okay. Okay, go. Do, what was it? But the, the, the whole thing of, of Toby, Toby <laughs> McGuire crying Germany. in like two story screen, seeing yeah. all the little pores no, on his face. Because you didn't like that movie. No, I just because I didn't like. No, that movie. but the thing of what I don't. I mean, I think we were pretty much in the, the direct middle of the theater. Crap. And there was all those annoying kids. That's all coming back to me now. I hate I'm those trying kids. to block it out. There's like a field trip. I just don't like kids. Yeah, other people's <laughs> kids. So too, but right? okay, you you got <laughs> that's other people's kids you don't like. I, I love my kids. I, I like his kids. <laughs> I love his kids. But um, I'm watching your kids in a couple weeks, by the way. Okay, cool. But anyways, thank you. Um, so you got these big ass screens, and it's people like that. But it's like, where do you look on the screen? You know, if there's action in this corner, that that's it's why like I don't you can like miss it. something. And I feel like I don't want to miss it. I I'm a big fan of the digital theaters. I won't go yeah. to a regular film strip theater with the breaks and the scratches. Right. I, I'm not crazy about the big IMAX, but people like that. Well, that's why we love Petaluma, California, because oh, yeah. there's a digital, huge digital yeah, yeah, movie theater. It's all digital. And there's like <laughs> 10, 10 screens? Uh, I think it might be 14. 14? Yeah, there's 14, because 14 is like you're walking out to the so alley. So cool, and free parking in a parking garage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Petaluma is, is where it's at, yo. P-Town. Right. We are not moving the office there. I know and this, and you, know, you, know Luma. you know who else is, is from Petaluma? Who? Charles M. Schroeder. Don't know who that is. is Schultz. I mean, not Schroeder. Schultz. Schultz. Charles, Charles Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. Charles Schultz. There's the Charles Schultz yeah. uh, Museum oh, up in Santa Rosa. Schroeder. Schroeder's a, mm-hmm. the, the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Also, some of the giant bomb guys are from Petaluma. Yeah, Petaluma is, is it. So, yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I don't need IMAX. I like digital. People like the IMAX. So, Star Trek's back. If you like the movie, I guess it only played for two weeks because they had to bump it out of the IMAX theaters for night at the museum, too. So, it's coming back for two weeks, which seems crazy. Just... Well, only two weeks, but I guess it's been out. So, so I guess we're not IMAX fans. And we'll I don't. See. I don't think I am either. I'm not an I, IMAX fan, I just think and I am big. not a 3D fan. Yeah. I feel like if you're into film, you're not going to like either of those two. No. I, I like three. if you I like movies, you might like those things. Right, a lot right. of people say they get headaches from the 3D. I don't mind. I I think for the kids, the animated stuff, it's it's okay. But it's like you know, we I just saw Ponyo the other last week or so. That was like your straight traditional hand-drawn animation whatever and that was 2d and that that was fine i think that um i i like to focus more on like the actual movie yeah and what's happening mm-hmm. I, I think it's just way too many things to pay attention to and i don't have that kind of an attention yeah span. i think you're also, too old now that's why yeah i, I think for the 11 year olds it depends on the movie itself too no even when i was 11 when you're 11 you probably would have liked liked it yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I remember seeing next, Beowulf. Next. No, I remember What's seeing Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah. Didn't come out no. when you were eleven. No, I know. I'm That's t- only I'm like saying, four years old. Shut up. Are you really that I'm, young? Shut up. No, I'm serious. Like when when I had seen it for the first time, it just didn't really affect me either way. Uh-huh. I, I actually because, I didn't like, like Beowulf. I just thought it was too overdone. To I thought our Beowulf was better in 3D. I like how you just cut me off. Maybe it's because we had to reserve our seats and this, like, I showed up in the theater and this guy was in my seat and he's like, well, you could just sit next to me. I'm like, well, why Why don't you get out of my seat? And it was such a Curb Your Enthusiasm moment. I felt like Larry David. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Right, now I'm done. Okay. But that's okay because I've been cut off a few times. But I thought Yeah, why Beowulf, do you guys keep cutting me off? I thought Beowulf would have been a below average movie in 2D. I mean, because the, the, the CG effects, I thought, were a little weird. Some of the, the people were kind of yeah. awkward. I thought the 3D helped that movie. But I, I think some movies work in 3D. Some of it just seemed unnecessary. Like Bolt. You guys see Bolt? The, the, the little dog? That one, it didn't seem like it needed to be in 3D. It's like you almost kind of forgot about it. And 
Yeah, so I haven't I, seen I that either. Know. It's but like Coraline. Coraline was good in 3D. My kids are still too young for me to go to see those movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kickass. Kickass has a release date. That's cool. April 16th, 2010. I'm still amazed at how many people on Comic Vine say that they don't know even what Kickass is when we've been talking about it in the news probably like once a week, right? Yeah, almost. I mean, part, but I. And part, how are people not reading the comic? Like, what are people reading? Are they only reading Marvel and DC? It is Marvel. It's, it's Marvel icon. Yeah. So I think because of the graphic nature that some comic stores might be a little reluctant to carry as many titles. Yeah. Or they, they keep it high up on a top shelf. So it's it's possible that it's not as widely available as maybe, your, your maybe, typical yeah. comics. And I just think that we should also be getting our readers to be reading other cool stuff like I mean like Chew yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean and yeah, not just that's Superman and Spider-Man. But like like when Kickass came out, I took the time I I made or a page boys. for Dave. You know, Dave the main character. It's like, you know, these characters deserve or sweet to tooth. Be seen. I don't think that um they they read it probably because it's not it doesn't really have Mainstream. a schedule. Maybe like, yeah. it doesn't come I think out it's also maybe there's too many finished. words. Maybe. A lot of swear words. Though. Too many words. I think I, a lot of people don't like to read I comics. I think the, the other thing also... Which is weird, because in the I, old days, I'm, I remember comics were wordier. Yeah, but, but people... Claremont's X-Men were so wordy. People yeah, are it. against digital comics, which you don't... I mean, the motion ones, you don't have to read, but people are like, oh, I want... So it's like you got the, the trade-off. But I also think with something new like Chew or Kick-Ass, I think some people are just hesitant to take risks to try something new. They Mainly because the price of it. Just so. because of the price. There's so many comics out there, and I think they look... look this is only a dollar. That's a special offer first issue. I mean, it's yeah. not gonna be like that. But yeah, that's that's why I picked up Sweet Tooth. It's it's only dollars. Like you can't go wrong. They mm-hmm. did the same thing with um, Greek Street, I think it was. But I think since there's you know people go with what they know. You know they're gonna take your Justice League or your X Men or your Avengers because they know what they're gonna get. Versus you got some like Kick Ass. I guess that's why I don't like doing that. I I, I think some people just are on limited budgets. They don't want to spend two dollar or three dollars, four dollars. On something that might not be any any good, and I think retailers might be the same way. They might be hesitant to order new books like Chew, you know, because they don't know because no one's going to buy them because people they, yeah. they don't want to get same, stuck with same it. Thing. So I, I I think that's it's all about money, and you know, if these kids if they have allowances, you know, how much can they afford to buy? And are they going to try? You've reviewed a lot of stuff that isn't mainstream lately. I've, I've tried, especially like the last couple weeks. You mm-hmm. know, I, I always try. I mean, I love Top Cow. I mean, like, Top what Cow's have you been reviewed? Good. But I, I did like some Vertigo. I what I what have I done? Some titles. Give me some titles. I, <laughs> you I'm did blinking. Archie. You I did, did. I did Archie. I did um. I did Twenty Eight Days mm-hmm. Later. I mean that was from Boom. Mm-hmm. And you know that the one the the field at the edge of the woods that went totally in an in indie comic. Oh yeah, that was that was like I, a month ago. That. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. So I feel like I feel like between between the two of us, especially you though, I think that our coverage of of comics, like trying to expose maybe smaller. Um, smaller comics or, or lesser known comic books. I think we do a pretty good job. But Ryan pa- fell or something just now, <laughs> I think. But pa- part of the trade off, I mean, okay, y- you know, Babs, I mean, doing a video, it's not like click, click, you're done. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a whole process, and, you know, we do it ourselves. So, Part of what I look at it, you know, I like, you know, I, I did Fantastic Four the other day, and you know, that's totally mainstream, but people aren't that into it. And so while while I'm sitting here editing, I'm like, what's the payoff for this? Because you know, it was a new arc, you know, new writers, you know, Jonathan Hickman and Dale Eaglesham. It was a really good comic, and I know a lot of people aren't going to read it because they think the Fantastic Four are boring, which I don't quite get. 
I mean, I, what I think is neat about the Fantastic Four is you got these heroes that don't have secret identities. You know, they have a family. How come they can make it work, but Peter Parker can't? Mm-hmm. So, you know, but doing stuff like that, when you do the smaller independent ones, I, I, I basically, I judge the reviews on, on the comments. You know, yeah. something gets a lot of comments, something gets a little bit of comments. So, you know, when, when you're spending all this time and effort trying to cut and edit a video, make it interesting, and then no one really watches it, it's, it's kind of like, it's... It hurts my feelings, <laughs> but I mean no. It's like like what's the trap? You know, like like I I, I want to review Sweet Tooth, and you know people are going to be like like what's that? It's it's a vertical comic, uh, and you Aztec know, will love you. Yeah, Aztec is yeah. But so I I really think people need to take get out a, there and kind of look at things that aren't maybe what something different with. Yeah. yeah, I mean you you can't the, just the reason I like the reviews is because let's say you don't have the money to buy some of these comics. It opens so you your can mind. you can watch the review and at least get an idea of what the comic's about, so you can enter the the conversation. Yeah, and maybe at some point you'll actually go and buy the comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, we want people to buy comics so that we can keep talking about comics and yeah. all that. And and we both get those comments where they're always like like darn you Babs, darn you G Man, now I gotta go buy this comic because it looks so good and you said it was good. <laughs> or you know if you rev- do a bad review of a Deadpool comic book, everybody <laughs> yeah. like Run jumps on you. It's turn, like, turn but see, bad reviews are good too because then it tells people not to go buy that yeah, comic. Yeah, but I think there's just. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got some fan- you got your hardcore fans, and it's not just Deadpool fans, but you know sometimes you say something. I don't like hearing if someone says something totally sucks unless they give it a legitimate You're reason. You're probably talking about the younger kids who don't understand that uh, giving something a negative review is is positive in that you're trying to you're trying to tell the industry, yeah. "Hey, you we're, need we're not just work harder. Accept. Don't don't you know, poop on our characters that we like." And that's what a lot of people, you know, when they're buying Do a all, job. all the X-Men titles or all the, you know, Avengers titles or whatever, you know, you're basically saying we're willing to accept this stuff that, you know, we know is working. You know, but you have to take a chance and try something new. Otherwise, we're just going to get the same old stuff all the time. So I don't know. I, I, I think people need to broaden their horizons. I understand it, it's a matter of, of money. So I, I don't really know what the solution is. Just listen to us. Just buy what we tell you and yeah, don't, don't I think, think for yourself. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Oh, throw independent thought out the window. Um, I think that, I mean, there's always that argument, too, that um, – while a lot of the um, independent publishers might not be competing with larger companies like DC, Marvel's like superhero stories, I think that even anybody that reads comic books can can probably appreciate titles that aren't you know mm-hmm. capes and tights and yeah and and that's what's good about Chew is it's not yeah. a straight out super it's not a superhero is comic. that image and, yeah okay so I I, I really th- I mean I love the competition and if everything was just Marvel and DC. You know that—that's all we would get. They would just—they would get lazy. Well, can they, you imagine if everything is just Marvel? Yeah, they need to be challenged. They Holy need to—they need—they need the competition. They need the other people doing this kick-ass stuff, so then they can—you know—they can, you know, can kind of worry about it, and and they have to push. If everyone is pushing themselves to put out great stuff, then we win. Imagine versus, this. Imagine Disney dominates so hard with Marvel that D- DC just has to give up. Because what if what if they change the whole channel of how how to sell comics, and then DC can't plug in? No more Batman. And then just like, okay, DC could just be like, well, we'll End just make movies life. and cartoons now. But I, I, I put out the, the, the thought, what if Warner Brothers had bought Marvel? What if? I mean, how crazy would that be? I don't I mean, what think would, anything would have changed. Warner Brothers, I mean, does Warner Brothers really do that much with DC? I mean, they, I, I, don't, they I guess it depends how much control they, you know, as long as. So much. But see, what I don't understand about the whole Warner Brothers thing is like, you know, they own all these properties, but it's like, okay, take Smallville. 
you can't have Batman on the Smallville show because it's tied up with some other legal. It's like you own the characters. How can you not mm-hmm. do, you know, stop making so all these separate deals? Going back to the whole Disney deal, does, that would mean that uh, Marvel doesn't have that problem, right? I see. I, I, I don't know how that's going to happen with Disney because the, the report said Disney bought, you know, has ownership over like more than 5,000 characters, all that right. stuff. But you still have like Fantastic Four being the rights owned by 20th Century Fox. Same with all the X-Men stuff. And then you got Spider-Man with, with, you know, Sony. I wonder if they do it where it's, you have the rights to make movies for Fantastic Four, but not a TV show. Like we yeah, can... no, it's it's only for the films. Oh, and cool. those characters are owned by Disney now. So, yeah, so like, they're, it's like they're renting them out. Yeah. And, cool. and you know, we, we have, when we finally see the Avengers movie. I'm thinking movie, we're just going to see more content. Yeah, that's know, what I think. You have the Avengers thing. movie. You can't bring in Wolverine onto the Avengers or Spider-Man because their movie rights are tied up, which seems kind of lame. But So hopefully someday it'll all be one. Everyone will be happy. And I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Everyone happy. But I, I, all I, the kids that are, are um, going on crying about how, like, they're gonna put rainbows and, and yeah. you know Marvel that's not zombies. Gonna, yeah, it's not gonna we happen. Need to just be quiet. Uh, before we move <laughs> off topic, should we talk about our friend Seth Rogen? We need Seth Rogen on here. We've been talking He's, about him and his triple chin. <laughs> Seth, you see him? Seth as Rogen. Hornet? I cannot. I think he's. Do you think I, could, I wonder if I could do a Seth Rogen voice? Can you try? <gasps> hey, hey, don't talk about. Hey, hey, don't talk about my double. No, hey, no, I, I can't do triple. it. Triple. No, don't talk about my. Tri- Hey. No, I can't do I it. Sorry, I don't think it's happening. Hey. Um, so, just on your 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 <clears throat> weekly Seth Rogen update, favorite Seth Rogen movie or TV show? What is it? Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. If you don't say that, what what else would you say? Um, undeclared. <laughs> no, he was <laughs> terrible in that. <laughs> that that whole he? show was yeah. not very good. Yeah. I would say it, no, it's, uh, it started getting good at the end, but then it I liked him in Pineapple Express. I, I, I thought I, that movie was hilarious. I mean, I, I like Seth Rogen. I like um, James Franco. Franco, mm-hmm. something. I, maybe I just got to see it again, or maybe I need. Some. You have a problem with with people's names. I've noticed. You're like yeah. Frank Franco Franco. Famke Famka. Yeah. But I mean, I <laughs> just pick one I, and I, say I, it. I wanted to like Mark Millar. I, I Miller. Wanted, it's Millar. <laughs> I wanted like Pineapple Express, but it it seemed just okay. Maybe I, I got to see it again. Maybe I need a. You haven't seen it, have you? I don't like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I like. Seth I like Rogen. Dave Chappelle and Charlie Murphy. That's funny. Yeah, but it's I don't just, even know I what that means. A different it's different. Kind of yeah, it's, it's a different. What do you mean you have a different kind of? Who doesn't love Charlie Murphy? And I guess I'm just. I love Charlie Murphy. He's right, hilarious. Good. I think so too. Okay. What about okay. Eddie Murphy? Love Eddie Murphy. Uh, Raw. Your yeah. Oh yeah, that was. See, what happened, to Eddie Murphy? Delirious started was started doing like those big fat. People wait, which one did we like the most? Raw, raw or delirious? Delirious. We like delirious, delirious the most, right? We used to watch that all the time. Yeah, there was actually he had another stand-up before delirious, but okay. it was, I don't think there was ever a video for it. It was just like a I had it on a cassette. Gus, <laughs> Goonie Goo Goo, get your Goonie Goo Goo children out of here. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> this is my house. I saw them stick their head in the water. Okay, never mind. The Anyways, want to eat? Want to eat? <laughs> That's not a fire. Pull up a fish. But yeah, I mean, then he started doing all the Disney. Well, that could and be a bad argument. And they said, Goonie He started doing the, the Disney Nutty Professor, Nutty Professor and uh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the Clumps or He's whatever. He's just making money. But, and like Daddy Daycare, I never saw that. Pluto Nash. It's just, I think like all comedians start to do that. You saw Steve Martin do the same uh-huh. thing. They get kind of like. They do that they get or they get serious age. like Tom Hanks. And they get serious like, what was the guy? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. He's done a lot of good movies. Yeah, like he got serious. He did the uh, Tenenbaums. 
Train. He did so good. Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation, which is my favorite movie he's done. Um, what was that water one? Steve Zizou. Steve Zizou. That yeah. was hilarious. That was a great one. Um, okay, going back to what were we talking about in the first place on this? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. A Green Hornet. Okay, so um, we got the, the two movie's been pushed back. That start in production. The Green Hornet movie. It starts yeah. today. Yeah. It start, started yesterday. Yesterday? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> it started yesterday. But yeah, the, the movies, I think, the, I, I, I don't remember the date. It moved back. The releases moved from like January, it summer June, to June July to December, to something December. like that. But they're starting production, so hopefully good luck to him. But yeah, I don't know. Seth Rogen. Cool. Okay, so what else? What do you, I, you I got I in your little list there that we got to talk, that's, that's talk about? Um, pages that need help. Uh, take your your pick. Uh, I don't. I don't they know. We all need help. Jimmy Olsen's Signal Watch needs help. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this got like one sentence. Oh, I, I saw some crazy stuff. I saw like on the Marvel Publishers page that right, people people were linking to. They were like, "Here's all the Marvel movies," and and then they linked to it, and they linked to Wikipedia. Now I have no, no problem with that, but we have all the Marvel movies I, on our I site, so we should be linking to our I know. stuff. What I was trying to tell you before is that was probably put in place before we had to li- now our do our. I know, list, but what can, I'm saying is we people should be going through the site and changing those 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 yeah. places. Can we create like a list of superhero oh. mo- Marvel superhero movies? Can, I know. Can we sure. do a list of that and make the put link? it right in the put it right in the uh, the article? I know what page needs help. Atlantis. What? Atlantis. Yeah. Because Atlantis. it's like they've been merged, and that, that something happened it's, where it's, it's Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask you, Red Lamp. How's our Green Hornet page? I don't know, but let's let's. There is a green. I was just saying, I I read a there used to be a Green Hornet comic in the eighties. Uh huh. By now, now comics now publishing who is yeah. like long gone. Okay. And it was okay, but it was like the traditional. All right, what were you gonna ask me? Um, okay, so we have Atlantis. Should there be an Atlantis page? For Marvel and Atlantis page for DC because yeah. they're, they're even though it's the same concept, this goes back to what you and Captain Cascader wanted at the, the beginning. The only the only problem with that is then when you go the way our search is set up that if you go and add is this the location yes. or so if you go and add the location Atlantis to to a page to a comic you just have to make sure it's the right one you won't be able to tell which which one you're talking about that's the only that's but the, the only thing problem. is you, you look at the icon or if worse comes to worse which I've done in the past uh, my, I don't know if it's necessary for Atlantis you go to the actual page and you see okay this is what the, the I image think should look like I think the solution is to have one Atlantis page and then you you write about the, the different publishers who use it just like there's there should be like one Hitler page one uh, one Jesus I, page, I, and then you write about it. But then, what about like like Thor? Because I know there's some image comic that had Thor, completely different Thor than the Marvel Thor. And then, if if you're going to see, okay, what what comics does to Thor me that's appear a fringe in? case where you actually create you can create a, a second character called Thor. That okay because because that that is definitely I, not because you don't want to miss because if you're talking about Atlantis, Atlantis is so generic but throughout the comics. But Thor, I, I think they're different though. If you, you, you got Namor and Aquaman. They're, yeah, they're the, totally the histories are, are totally different. And okay, then if you can if you can make that case, then yeah, then you should have two different. Okay. That, I mean, that was Atlantis always been my is thought. Destroyed. Like I was trying to find it as a reference for um, one of my videos, and I I couldn't. I had to yeah go to Twitter. It's just a touchy subject, and so touchy. I, I mean, can't, it's, it's, it's just so people, angry. You know, angry. I think publishers need to stick with one and not use other things and. You can't copy to make your life easier. Definitely Well, I don't know. But no, what what what's worse is with the DC and changing the character's name all the time. But anyways, mm-hmm. we can move on. So move yeah, on. So Atlantis needs help, and they shouldn't be merged. So I don't know. Okay. All right. Stump question. 
Okay, so um, Telekinetic Sun sent me a question, and the question is, in Uncanny X-Men 471, which two X-Women went toe-to-toe with the War Scrawl? Okay. Two X-Women went toe-to-toe. 471. Um, X-Women. This, this isn't about this pedicures, is right? One, no. <laughs> this was actually one that I read, which is weird, so I need um, to I'm going to say Rogue. Oh, you already lost. I'm trying to think 471. The scrolls. The scrolls. Well, I already lost Toe to toe with the who scrolls? Because it was. War scrolls. War scrolls. Because Storm, I I think Storm was in Wakanda at that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I will say. And it's not Psylocke. Uh, was it was it Psylocke? Oh, I can't keep keep track of Psylocke. It's like she's gone. She's gone. (laughs) I'm going to say Psylocke. Psylocke and. Marvel Girl. How how about Psylocke and Dazzler? Wrong. Wrong. But Jim McCann would love you for that. Yeah. Dazzler deserves to be out more, right, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who was who because it, it wasn't Storm. Who other female? Hey, don't don't tell me yet because okay, I, I already I, I missed it. Why don't we just like whittle them off? Okay. <laughs> who else so was that? Not at Storm. Time? It's not Kitty Pryde. Kitty Pryde's gone. Emma Frost. No. Um, Why don't you just tell us the answer? I yeah, think, okay. Think it's over. Psylocke and Rachel Summers. Oh. Rachel Summers. War scroll scroll. That's what the, he said. Took the answer out. is. Oh, you didn't. Rachel. You didn't verify. Are you kidding? Oh my Rachel, gosh! Because <laughs> Rachel Summers was was off in space. <laughs> what do you think this is? Four seventy one. I'm gonna look that up. Uh, okay. Because I'm tr- I'm trying to remember this. You stumped G man. Stupid secret invasion. The X Men secret invasion. I didn't like the the. You got those those super scrolls that were copying their powers, mm-hmm. and they they just I, maybe it was just drawn poorly. Uh, I don't know. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, I forgot the name. You tell me that, and I'll get the points. Okay, let's wrap it up then. So yeah, send I've your question go to coding. Babs, and we'll do Build some a new feature yeah, for so you guys. Send send over your questions, and don't forget to put the answer in because I find myself so overwhelmed that oh. I usually <laughs> don't look at these. We don't until have time for anything. Friday morning when I have to use them. Oh, and just I want to mention next Friday, Whiteout. Next Friday, September 11th, Whiteout. Greg Rucka, um, adaptation comic with Kate Beckinsale comes out. Okay. So check out the preview. See if it, it's it's not a superhero comic. I'll I'll, I'll do a review of the the whiteout the first trade so check that out support Greg Rucka and the the movies comics whatever so September 11th all right so yeah and you know so hopefully now you won't be freaking out about Marvel and DC or, I mean Marvel and Disney <laughs> so things hopefully will be okay and we will talk to you next week so thanks for listening all right this M-I-C- is Benji Man at Comic Vine K E Y M O U S C Mickey Mouse Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. Oh, wow. Okay, bye. Adios.